Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. The Killer Women Vodcast is pleased to be a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. To learn more about Danielle and her books, visit her at www.daniellegirard.com and to access all of our vodcasts, go to youtube.com forward slash authors on the air. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of Killer Women podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Girard, uh, best-selling author of 15 novels now. And with me today, it, I'm so excited to meet her officially in person um, and also hear about her incredible book. This is Hannah Morrissey. Hannah earned her Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Ma- uh, Wisconsin-Madison. She grew up on a farm in a small northern town and now lives with her husband and two pugs. Hello, Transcriber is her debut novel. It's incredible. And it is inspired by her work as a police transcriber. So I just a few um, buzzwords to describe Hello, Transcriber are dark, atmospheric, compelling, edgy and haunting, suspenseful, fine-tuned bleakness, and unflinching exploration of human depravity. And I, I actually think all of those really do a very good job to describe this book, which is um, so atmospheric. The town of Black Harbor um, is really a character in the book, um, I feel like. So I can tell you, I could talk on and on about how much I love this book, and I will more. But first, um, Hannah, this is your very first book. Congratulations on your debut novel. Um, and it looks like it was, um, <laughs> you say, you mentioned um, that it was um, inspired by your work as a police transcriber. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that work and how this, this idea came to form. Yeah, so, um, gosh, I'm not sure how long ago it was now, but yeah, I ended up being a police transcriber. I have no idea how I fell into it. I didn't even know that that was a job until it became my job. <laughs> so, yeah, um, someone who's, you know, a writer myself, I had really good typing skills and they needed somebody with a good typing ability. So, yeah, basically the job was sit in like this little glass office and listen to detectives all night tell you like all the city's gruesome goings on and you just had to type everything that they said so it was um definitely an enlightening job I had no idea how how like horrible the place I lived in was (laughs) until I started hearing all this stuff (laughs) well and I love that the acknowledgments in your book um you, your dedication says to, to Hans, you had me at Hello Transcriber. So I'm guessing <laughs> this is maybe how you met your husband. Yeah, yeah. He was um, one of the voices I would hear over the recording. So it was, you know, you would get in to work and you would just put this these foam earbuds like in and then you would press the pedal and then hear people's voices. And he was my favorite to listen to. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> so is so is Black Harbor. Um, I didn't actually look at the map. Is it is it a fic, is it a fictional town? Um, or it, it's fic, it's fiction. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's fiction inspired by. So another yeah. town. Yeah, another town. Yeah. yeah. Well, so talk to me. You know, in this book, and you know, I I probably, we're not going to do any spoiling because you everybody needs to read it. It's so it is so <laughs> wonderfully. Um, it is, it is that kind of book that just really take, sort of 
you feel like it's your body is absorbing this town and these people and you, you really have to live with them to the end. Um, and I, so place is really important in particular, the bridge. And I notice on your, mm-hmm. um, on your social media, there is a bridge. Um, is this yeah. a bridge where a lot of people jump? It's a jumper bridge. It looks like in the book, there's a lot of people who die by jumping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually the bridge, I don't know. I was just darkly fascinated by it. Every time I, every time I drove to work, like at the police department, I would drive past this bridge and I just thought it looked so cool. Just the way it, it disappeared in the trees on both sides, like stretching Mm -hmm. from this river. And I don't know, I think there was, there were a couple reports that I would type from time to time of people being found in the water they jumped and they left something up on the bridge like stuff like that so right. it wasn't nearly quite quite the epidemic that i wrote about right. in hello transcriber but it really kind of set the foundation of me thinking about this bridge and if you know the only way out is down people want out so bad that they're willing to jump off this bridge i started thinking about what kind of place is that that's so bad that right. that's the only way people feel that they can leave so i guess yeah that was kind of just the foundation for building all black harbor from there and and hazel who is our protagonist who is of course the the police transcriber and a married woman um and who moves to black harbor uh for her husband's job it's not her home her home is uh, i think about three hours north of black harbor um in what seems like a, a much lovelier spot um <laughs> so she's an i mean she's a really interesting and de- and sort of layered character which i I think is so wonderful. And one of the things she does, and I'd love to have you kind of talk to us about, you know, what you think, what was the inspiration for this? And also sort of what does it tell us about Hazel's character is that Mm -hmm. she gives gifts to the bridge. Um, Mm -hmm. And she comes, she's a runner, which maybe you're a runner too. I, I literally only run if I'm being chased. It's like, (laughs) but she, um, she gives every time she goes there, she sort of gives a gift to the bridge and there's a line in the book and I, I looked for it earlier, but I, I couldn't find exactly where she <laughs> thought that when she ran out of things to give, that the only thing that would be left to give would be herself, which is so, you know, it's, it just, it, it hits us all, right? Because we've all felt, you know, alone. Yeah. So tell me about Hazel. I mean, where does she come from? And, and what is, you know, what do you feel like are her, the motivations for her needing to give something to the bridge? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, and Hazel was, yeah, the bridge was really integral in creating her character too, because you think about, you know, a scene where this character goes to the bridge and then you you wonder what if, like, what if that's not the only time that she goes there? And what if she goes there a lot? And then what is she doing there? So I started building her up from that. And I think, I just think she's relatable in the way that maybe we've all found ourselves in situations where we give and we give and we give and you feel yourself being stripped away. And then you know, she keeps giving these pieces of her, like, you know, memories that she has, like throwing them to the water. And, you know, maybe she'll end up going the same way as everybody else in Black Harbor. She doesn't know. But I think it was just more of a commentary of when you give so much to people and lose yourself in the process. And then especially somebody who's taken far from home and feels as though she's trapped by circumstance of, yeah, like trapped in the circumstance that she doesn't feel like she belongs where she is and she's not in the kind of marriage that she wants right. to be in, even right. like not doing what she wants to do. I mean, I don't think that's a foreign feeling for people. So, you know, mm-hmm. I like to write kind of extremes where people, 
maybe don't find themselves like that far down, but I think there's pieces that are relatable. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and you mentioned, you know, her, uh, when you talk about her giving and giving and giving and her marriage is such an example of that. And that is, you know, that is a real, I mean, that is such a strong, those little pieces that she gives to the bridge or without ever saying really, she doesn't, which is another thing I love that you do is the emotions that she's going through and her, and really her, you know, her misery. I mean, mean, her, her unhappiness, her deep unhappiness comes out through these things she does rather than, and her reactions to um, her husband and her physical reaction to her, you know, her, this, there's some, there's so many layers of her pain um, that I think is just so beautifully done. And, and so since we're talking about that, you know, the themes, um, sort of the themes of family and abandonment um, are really big in the book and, you know, with multiple characters. Um, and I, you know, I guess speak to that, the, that a little bit, maybe you talk to us a little about Nick, who is our sort of um, second protagonist. And I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. I'm going to let you do that for us. <laughs> who is Nick? Um, Nikolai Cole, the detective. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's kind of brought in as a foil, I guess, to Hazel's husband. And he's somebody that, you know, I think he provides good, a good comparison or contrast to her husband in that she's, she's, you know, she's got one and he's not necessarily good for her. And she's looking at, you know, somebody over here and this detective who she's, you know, attracted to, but he's maybe not necessarily good for her either. Um, but, it, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't know what she doesn't know. So right. he, there might be opportunities with him. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's somebody who I wanted to create that he has enough mystery about him where, you know, he comes in, he's been gone for a while, like six months, he's come off the suspension. That's like really hush hush. So, you know, I think that says something about the the police department that she's found herself in that they're keeping this hush hush and nobody will talk about it. And so, and yeah, so he comes back in the picture and you're wondering what was it that he did that was so bad. Um, And now she's getting wrapped up with him. So you're like, this might not be good. <laughs> and there's that same sort of the, the same levels of sort of family and abandonment and loss. They follow through in multiple characters. Um, I, I guess I was thinking of his first name. I wouldn't have you pronounce Cole. I probably couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I was like, why is it so complicated in my brain? Um, but yes, okay, Nikolai. Um, but, um, and there's another layer to sort of both of them, which I think is really interesting. And, and I'd love to hear you um, sort of, about this, which is sort of, you know, the, there's some fear, uh, they're, feel, they're both sort of felt, they feel unseen. I think this particularly mm-hmm. Hazel and in her marriage and, and a little bit also in that, um, you know, in her job, but also sort of her fear of being seen and that the room that she transcribes in um, with that, with the window that's to the street, quite, quite a lot happens. Um, she witnesses some very sort of scary things right, right in that. And there's, so she's she's struggling between wanting to pursue this case and and understand it and find out what's happened and also sort of the danger of it, right? Because transcribers don't carry um, weapons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, nah, not typically. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, 
And then talk to us a little bit about Hazel's family, because there's a, you know, although we don't see her sister um, in much of the book and her mother, uh, her father has is a tiny bit, her mother sort of off screen. Her mm-hmm. family is also a very big um, part of her sort of necess- not necessarily failing scene and, and, and uh, some bits of abandonment. Um, give us some background about Hazel's family. Um, yeah. And then if you have ide- thoughts about where that inspiration came from. Yeah, I think, you know, so, I mean, for, for much of the book, I mean, Hazel, like she, she kind of thinks or talks about her mother with sort of an air of disdain because her mother left. And, you know, I think, but she also mentions that she's similar to her mother, that she looks similar to her. And so I think where a lot of that disdain comes from is, you know, we have the a lot of us say, I'm not saying everybody does, but a lot of us say, oh, I'll never be like my mom, you know, <laughs> and there's that fear. And she, she sees that she is similar to her mother and that her, her mother left and think to somebody. And when you know what kind of pain that causes, like you don't want to be the person to do that, which is, you know, a lot of why she takes on so much that she does. But, you know, I think there's a lot of what I love about like fiction so much is there's so much truth to fiction. Yeah. And we do have those relatable characters, relatable scenarios. So, you know, she comes from a divorced family and I think, you know, I come from a divorced family as well. And you think that that'll never, that'll never happen to my family, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? So when it does, and when somebody voluntarily leaves it, it puts a mark on you and you wonder the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, I think like as a, as a child, like you can't help but wonder like what's wrong with me or what, you know? So I think when you, when you have that kind of perspective with her, you understand why she clings to the people that she does and like why she does the things she does. And I think with her sister, Elle, because Elle's like a radio personality and Elle is very like bubbly and the opposite of Hazel, like Elle likes to talk, whereas Hazel likes to listen. And so they're opposites in that way, but they're good compliments to each other in that way too. But, and I think everybody's kind of had that feeling, especially if you have siblings, that fear of living in someone's shadow. Right. Which, right. Absolutely. Well. And it sounds like you have <laughs> a fair number of siblings. Are you <laughs> yeah, one of a lot of sisters? Yeah, I have four sisters. I don't think I've ever said it in an interview before. I'm actually an identical triplet. Oh my <laughs> like, goodness. So, <laughs> wow. There's, yeah, there's three of us and then there's two younger sisters. Well, your parents <laughs> are brave. They had three triplets and then they went on to have more kids, huh? Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, what were they thinking? <laughs> well, that, I, I, my dad was an identical twin, but I don't know oh, if really? I've ever met an identical triplet. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, they, do your sisters live nearby? Um, kind of not too far. My one sister, Miranda, lives um about an hour from me, and my other sister was like two hours from me. Okay, oh. okay. <laughs> wow, that is so crazy. I don't know what I would do if I saw three Hannah Morrissey's walking down the street together. I might be. Yeah, it was funny at my at my book launch. My sister Miranda, she looks the most like me because we dye our hair the same, and at Barnes and Noble at my book launch people were like oh congratulations and she's yeah. like no not me <laughs> she's like I'm I'm just a lookalike good that is and so... like no 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 <laughs> what an it, wow that is so interesting yeah that um and how 
how is it for, I mean, people always, I get this question a lot too from my own books because they're, they're dark. Like you're, I mean, in a different way, but also yeah. very dark. Yeah. And my family is always like, we have no idea where it came from because <laughs> she had such a normal upbringing. And what does your family say? Do you have other dark minded folks in your family? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, my sister Miranda is very dark as well. Um, she likes more like the supernatural and like witches mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. So I definitely, I'm like the crime junkie. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think all of my sisters appreciate it. And my grandma loves dark books. So okay. like Hello Transcribe was right up for Ellie. <laughs> I love that. So she, you came to it and that, you came to it organically. Yeah, I, yeah. my mother's still not quite over um my writing career it's been like <laughs> 20 years so she'll have to just go with it have so, to accept uh, it <laughs> yeah eventually I think she she will have to accept it so um I was really excited I just checked out and it looks like you've got another book coming um this year the Widowmaker now wait does that take us back to to Black Harbor yes we are back in Black Harbor because we couldn't get enough. <laughs> uh, we, I haven't gotten enough, not by a long so, so tell us something, uh, tell us about um, The Widowmaker and then also um, when it's coming out and um, all the good places we can find it and find more about it. Yeah, so The Widowmaker, um, it takes place in Black Harbor, but with different protagonists this time. So, um, but it's it's because it's in the same world, you will see some recurring characters. So, mm-hmm. Um, fun to see familiar faces and like them interacting with new people. Um, so yeah, it takes place in Black Harbor. And then we have uh, Morgan, who's like a down on her luck photographer who um, helps um, a newly promoted detective uh, solve a 20 year old cold case. So getting into I love it. Yeah. So Morgan's was- like, if you thought um, Hello Transcribe was dark, the Widowmaker's darker. <laughs> Well, I mean, I was right when I said that I felt like Black Harbor was its own character, right? Yeah. No, it really is. It's 100%. And tell us, when does The Widowmaker come out? Um, It should be out in fall 2022. Okay. Okay. So this fall. Not an an exact date quite yet. So, okay. I don't think I have one. Nope. Now, do you think, um, in looking forward, can you imagine that you'll stay in Black Harbor a while? Um. You think you'll come back to, you know, some of these older characters or just we'll yeah. see new ones all the time. What do you think? Yeah, I have some plans for sure. Um, well, I just signed a deal for my third Black Harbor book. So there's definitely going to be a third one. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And that one will be um, actually one of your books kind of inspired me as well because the protagonist is a medical examiner. Oh, God. So, right. so I had to go. I had to go out and read Exhume and like going to oh, read that whole thank series. You. So I'm like oh, this is perfect just to help me out and, you know, learn more about. But yeah, so the third one, Dead Ringer, will take place in Black Harbor. And mm-hmm. I have plans, um, just kind of loose ideas to wrap up the series um, with maybe like four or five books. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm also very interested in writing a standalone book that maybe takes place in Milwaukee. Okay, so- okay. yeah. <laughs> so in, your, in, in the same sort of broad neck of the woods, but in a city. Rather than yeah. downtown. Yeah. Like a real rooted city that, I mean, I spend a lot of time in Milwaukee, so I love places that I can sure. go to and explore and just see for myself, like the thing that, that makes it interesting and right. stuff. Right. So probably, you know, sticking with the crime, whole Midwestern noir genre again, but yeah. seeing what else I can do with it. 
Well, it's, I mean, this, if, this is, and, you know, and it's true. People, people talked about how, you know, lyrical and, and you're writing this not, it's, I mean, it's, it is obviously very noir, but your um, prose is beautiful. I mean, well, you, thank you, you've been, did you, you studied writing in school, literature? Yeah. Or? Yeah. I studied um, English, English and creative writing. Yeah, it's totally. I really think it shows. It's beautiful. Um, so that is super exciting. Well, um, for our listeners, um, there's uh, we have an exciting opportunity here because Hannah has offered to give away a copy of Hello Transcriber, and um, just look in the notes um, on our podcast. But we will let people leave um, comments on our Facebook page, which is at Danielle's Killer Women, or um, you can search for it um, by Cal- uh, Killer Women by Danielle, hosted by Danielle Gerard. And then in a few days, Hannah will choose one lucky winner to receive a book. So that was super fun. And you do want to grab this one. It's, it's, um, especially if we're going back to, back to Black Harbor, we're going to, um, <laughs> you're going to want to, um, read this. It's fabulous. So Hannah, share with us, um, where everybody can find you online, your, um, website and your, um, Facebook and Instagram. Give us all those. All the deets. Dirty deeds. Yeah, I let's see. My website is www.hannahmorsey.com, and then I like to hang out on Instagram at Hannah Morsey Writer, and then I like to hang out on Facebook at Hannah Morsey Author. Well, I chose two different verbs, but yeah, I did. Um, I did that same thing. And just so we know, Morsey has two R's and two S's. And oh, I, yeah, I found myself you. sometimes wanting to be like M O R I, but there's two R's and two S's. Um, (laughs) that's fantastic. And, um, you can find me also, um, www.daniellegerard.com. And I'm also, uh, on Instagram, Danielle Gerard books on, um, Facebook author, Danielle Gerard. Again, no real uh, (laughs) continuity about that. Well, this was so exciting and, um, everybody go and get your copy of hello transcriber. It is dark and eerie and gripping and fabulous. You will not be sorry. Hannah, I cannot wait for the widow maker and thank you so much for joining us today. Oh yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This was awesome.